All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. A lot of people feeling uh, really excited in the wake of this first victory for the Cowboys. Uh, Let's go with this first question from Levi. He says, if the Cowboys beat the Jets and start 2-0, will it change your predictions for their final record this year? 2-0 would mean they only need to go 10-5 the rest of the way to match their records in 21-22. and I think 13-4, 14-3 both become realistic with a win Sunday. Uh, I don't know about you, Brian. When we said 11 wins, I think we both came out with 11. Um, I thought they'd win the first two games of the year. Like, I, I, I didn't think they'd be in dominant fashion, but I, I thought they'd win. So, I don't know. I guess the way they win could maybe change my mind a little bit if they show certain things. But, man, we'll see tonight again with this Bills game. But if, if this Jets offensive line is as bad as the discussion about it has been and mm-hmm. Hard Knocks has covered and stuff like that, man, they might have just as much trouble blocking that front that Dallas has next week as, as the Giants did. Yeah, but then the Giants, you know, what? I mean, excuse me, the Jets will do is they'll commit to running the football. You yeah. know, they'll, they will, they will, they will, they will commit to, you know, they're not going to sit there. What's the one thing that last year, how did the Packers with Aaron Rodgers beat the, the Cowboys? They committed to running the football. Is yeah. what they, they didn't let the Cowboys tee off on them. Well, and then, the, and then it helped when Kelvin Joseph had to come in and you could yeah. just throw it on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 just, I just feel like that – I don't feel like this game is going to be as – and none of the games will this year I don't think will be as easy as the game was against the Giants. I don't see that. I, I think this is going to be a very hard-fought game. Um, Aaron Rodgers has a great history of playing very well. Uh, in that stadium we'll see tonight if what happens with the line like you mentioned but I do not predict any NFL team Bobby just saying okay we're going to beat the Dallas Cowboys throwing the football I I just teams are going to be I think teams are going to be really committed really committed to running the football and they'll say let's make it slow and ugly but let's not let this pass us. They're, they are. They will wear. They are going to try and wear the Cowboys down. Their defensive line down. And if you wear them down, then the pass rush is not as effective. Does it change? I know that. Uh, I know with the we we've just kind of talked about. Does it change your thoughts about things? I, I just. I don't think so. But I I do know that. I know that teams aren't going to let the Dallas Cowboys just sick them as a pass rush. I just know that. We had several people ask us. uh, I know Sean Cunningham was one. I had a couple others in there on Twitter. Uh, We had several people ask us, what happens when Donovan Wilson is back healthy? How does that change the rotation? So uh, we know that. He plays. Yeah, Donovan Donovan Wilson plays. plays. Hey, you know what? Then all of a sudden – you know, then you find a way to you find a way to incorporate. Uh, you know, you find a way to to incorporate. Uh, Bell, with, Bell with is taking, yeah, Bell is taking the overshone role. So Bell, exactly. Bell is yeah. spoken for. Thomas is the one who is getting an increase in snaps because Wilson is out. If you wanted more snaps for Wanye Thomas who that will probably come at the expense of actually is, and I don't think it necessarily will, but if they wanted to find him, it'd probably come at the expense more of Damone Clark yep. than I would, than I would think any of the safeties Yep. Um, because they, they believe in curse hooker and, and Wilson. Those are yep. their guys. And Wilson specifically, we asked uh, Dan Quinn out in Oxnard, like, Hey, when you talk about toughness and that's one of the things that's really important physicality to your defense, 
who are the guys you point to on here to, to new players and say, hey, follow this guy's lead? And the first guy he said was back Don- seven. If you're a back, you know, if you're a back seven player, I'm pointing to Donovan Wilson. Donovan six. Wilson. Yep. And I'm saying you need to make you need to play like that guy plays. Yep. And and on the defensive line, he said it was Jonathan Hankins. And so that's Hankins looked that really good on tape too, Hankins, Bobby. Hankins, Hankins moved really well in this game. Hankins doesn't we we've complained before about guys like Bohanna and Gallimore and some of these bigger guys. No, no, this guy, this guy moves. moves. Yeah, Hankins, Hankins does not get moved. No, nope. he has been such and he a moves. big acquisition. And he yes, moves. And he moves. Yeah, he, he was. Uh, I think he was in the pursuit. He didn't get there. I was. I think he was in the pursuit along with Micah on that throw that Gilmore picked off. So yeah, he he's flashed some pass rush ability, no doubt about it. But uh, next question here from uh, Stevie J says, while he seems to be blocking well, Peyton Hendershot dropped another ball. We mentioned that earlier, this one in the end zone. Could we see Schoonmaker take some of his snaps as soon as week two versus the Jets? Or is Hendershot's leash longer than that? Longer. You think so? Yep. Even if John Stevens – so if John Stevens doesn't get hurt, what are they doing at tight end? I think I think, th- I, I, think, think they're, I, think, I think it's close that they keep Hunter Lipke. That's where I think – I think that – you know, or somebody else would have – I think I, I do think they like Hendershot. Sure, but you're He's right. Start catching passes. Yeah, if he starts catching the if he if he continues to drop the ball, and trust me, I'm the biggest Schoonmaker fan here. I think Michigan's offense held Schoonmaker back. Yeah, I think I, I think, think Schoonmaker can be really dynamic. I think he can too. I think he can too. And I, I mean, it's it's something where there's going to reach a point where, you know what, they're not even going to have to take him off the field. I'll tell you what will happen is you're, that quarterback's going to stop trusting Henderson. Yep, absolutely. So the quarterback's just not going to go – the quarterback's not going to look for him because I know that's that's been frustrating in these practices during the offseason as well is that he's not consistently catching the ball there either. And, and Hendershot, I like his athletic ability. He's improved as a blocker. These are all things that you can really like. But if you're not going to catch the ball at the end of the day, like they're not going to play it. Yep. Athleticism. Yep. So yep. Uh, next question here from Fernando Beltran. How much of the offensive struggles is on the weather and rust? I feel like Dak threw it well and accurate, uh, but just a lot of drops. Dak could have been better. I don't think Dak could was absolutely. Super yeah, sharp. no, absolutely could have been better. And Dak was not the offense sharp. as a whole. The offense as a whole could be better. I think the weather was a factor on offense for both teams. The like I said earlier, though, I think the Cowboys defense was more of a factor. Uh, for the Giants' offense, but yeah, there's things that did Dak miss some throws? I think there were a couple of them that he'd probably like to have back. But we mentioned three, four drops from what we saw. They, they, the offense didn't need to be great. The the thing I'm going to focus on when I look at this offense is what they did in that drive to start the second half. That's where I said if they don't have that drive, say they go three and out. Then I'm blasting this offense. You know, I'm yeah. saying, hey, you know, they, they, you, they, hey, you, they, they have to be better offensively. You have to be better. You know, I think Mike, I think McCarthy got in a little rhythm calling plays, especially that, that second half. Once, but it, you know, the lead with the way it was. I mean, the the offense. The, I mean, the first couple of series of the game, the offense wasn't even out there, and then next thing you know, it's like. You know what, six nothing, nine nothing, something like that. You know, I mean, by the time they kind of got things going, the defense had already kind of established what they were doing. Yeah, I mean, you had what it was um, one series in the entire first quarter. Yeah, and so and that one series was over pretty quickly, and you were still up sixteen nothing. And so, 
Uh, it's hard to judge exactly what the offense was going to be. I do think there is some rust and a new system, and it's a wet field, and it's all timing based. There, there were they were going to be a little off. That was something that needed to you, be expected. You, you probably cannot be off this next week. No, but the first yeah. game, I think you can expect there were going to be little. You're you're going to work out some some timing things. It's yeah. the first time game speed reps running it. I, right. I can get it. Right. Uh, all right. Last question here from Thomas Davis. Thomas says the Cowboys pass rush looked elite. What percentage of that was based on the defense and what percentage was based on the Giants O-line? How can they build off of that performance? So this is the uh, – it's a little bit of chicken and the egg, Ryan, or, um, you know, in, in my case. Uh, how much of it is that the Longhorns are, are back and Texas is back versus Nick Saban and Bama are cracking? Or is it a little bit of both? And uh, just like Bama and Texas, uh, which, man – the Giants, they they sure looked like Bam at times with a false start followed by a bad snap. That looked exactly like Bam on Saturday night. Uh, and so, uh, Brian, when you you look at the uh, the offensive line for the Giants and what the Cowboys did with the pass rush, I would say, let's say 60-40. 60% about the Cowboys, 40% about that Giants offensive line definitely has some problems right now. I think it's I think it's more like I think it's more like 80-20. I think the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are that good on that front. I think the pass rush is that good. Giants have some problems. Uh, you know, we've we we talked about them. Two, you know, two three guys. They got some problems up front. But I think I think the Cowboys pass rush put them in a bunch of bad spots. I, I think there's you know that that is a that's a that's a line that um, you know they they're they're trying to work on they're trying to get it better, but. Everybody, everybody that took a swing at running or at a rush, did a great job. And you know, Will McClay told me this a while back when I asked him. Talked about Isaiah, Isaiah Land. You know, I said, "Man, it's a shame you lost Isaiah Land." And Will McClay told me he goes, "Hey, he goes, we got pass rushers. We'll be fine. We got pass rushers." He knew. He knew. I, I think I, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go eighty twenty. Dallas defensive line, pass rush. 20% the Giants just completely fell apart. It'll be really interesting to see how they build on I think the Cowboys week. made them fall apart. That That's what I'm really yeah, trying to ab- say. I mean, I mean, they, they like we said, like, I mean, Parsons, the ability to threaten and cause guys to jump Dan outside. Dan Quinn yeah, made him fall apart, too. Yeah, Quinn, I mean, Quinn, going up against a guy in Wink Martindale who is notorious for you never know who's coming on the blitz, you can't identify it. That was one of the ways that when we talked about earlier that Daniel Jones was confused. There were several times where I don't think Daniel Jones knew who was coming and who wasn't. Nope. Nope. And, and that did it. that's a great job by Dan Quinn to disguise that. All right, that does it for us here on the Love of the Star podcast. We will be back again with you guys with two more episodes this week. Remember, we are in-season schedule. That means three episodes a week that we're throwing at you. So we'll be back uh, hopefully with some updates on Tyler Smith. We're going to be talking Tuesday morning with Jerry Jones on 105 Through the Fan. Uh, hopefully have some good insight from him. But Uh, Looking forward to the Jets and figuring out uh, maybe some of this injury situation with Tyler Smith, Donovan Wilson, how close those guys are to come back. For Brian Broadus, I am Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys again next time.